0: This is Dave Pryor. Welcome to Leading Agile Sound Notes. We are about to embark on the biggest, longest, hardest, most awesome week of the entire year. The biggest Agile event of the year is about to begin. And we're going to all go to DC and learn lots of amazing stuff and wear ourselves out in the process. And it's going to be really cool. But because we're about to go, I wanted to do a quick podcast to kind of talk about some tips and stuff. So if you're a first-timer, these are some suggestions for things that you could do to make it through the week. And I'm very excited because Priya Raman is here, and we're finally doing a podcast together, which is weird because we've worked together for a long time at different companies, three different companies to be exact. We've never done a podcast together. So Priya, thanks for being here.
1: Thanks, Dave.
0: So... Do you, Priya, before we get into all this stuff, can you tell these folks a little bit about your background and, and the three different places we work together?
1: Yeah. So, we first met in our days at PMI, and I was the global product manager for the PMI ACP. That's actually what launched my career and passion for Agile. And then... I liked it so much that I joined a company by the name of Big Visible Solutions, where Dave and I both were there together too. And BV was awesome and amazing, a boutique uh, consulting firm based out of Boston, which then got acquired by Solutions IQ. And Dave and I continued at Solutions IQ together. And just about two and a half to three months ago, I left Solutions IQ Accenture to join Leading Agile. So now here we are again. Getting the opportunity to work together
0: because you're at Leading Agile.
1: I I feel like that. (laughs) I definitely definitely feel like that. Definitely
0: is. So yeah. So we've done a lot of stuff together. We've we've worked a lot of different places, um, and I know you've been to a lot of events. So what I want to try to try to do with this podcast is, if people are coming to the conference, maybe it's their first time, or maybe they've been, and they're just still trying to figure out you know, how to make it through the week. It took me a couple of years to learn kind of how to get through the conference intact. So what are some suggestions you have for folks if they're going to the conference for the first time?
1: So a couple of things that I would say are really important. One, definitely make sure you look at the conference schedule before you get there and highlight and pick out all of the different uh, events you want to go to, as well as who you want to see speak. Uh, There'll be tons of opportunities for networking, so I always tell people one of the main things about these conferences is knowledge and networking, right? Try to get as much information around subject areas that you might not have, and then from a networking perspective, always try to reach out to folks and just kind of get engaged. You know, one of the nice parts about being at places like this is you never know who's going to be there for your next job or who you might be looking to hire. It's just a great way to get connected to folks. Yeah. Um, so yeah, those are two things. So, a, wanna, so we're going to yeah, move right. back
0: and forth. Cause I have a bunch and and I want to add, I want to climb on the back one years for a second. So okay. the schedule thing that you just said, I think it's really important to make sure that for, for all the sessions, that you've picked a couple different options because a lot of times the rooms will fill up and you won't be able to get into the thing that you wanted to go to. So having a couple options is a really good idea. Um, But also, just because you have stuff on the schedule doesn't mean you can't bail on it. It's a long week and you need to pace your energy. I think that's really important.
1: I think so too. And that's happened to me on the schedule. So that's a really good point around um, having a couple of options.
0: So I want to ask about the introvert extrovert thing. I know you're migrating over to join my people, but (laughs) the whole time I've known you, I would have classified you as an extreme extrovert. And I'm curious if you can share a little bit of it. When you're at an event like this for a whole week and it's constant activity, constant networking, um, What do you have to do to get through the week? I mean, are there ways you have to manage that engagement and energy to be okay by the end?
1: Yes, and it sounds, there's a couple of things are gonna sound nuts, but getting some sort of like formal exercise in has just been super helpful, whether it's a walk outside before the event starts, whether it's a little bit of time on a treadmill, but just something that gives you some kind of activity because you'll be doing a lot of, Like standing up, eating, drinking, there's just a lot going on that you sometimes just lose sight of just trying to make sure that you re-energize in the way of exercise. And then the other thing is to stay hydrated. Um, I can't tell you the amount of times where you're just going and going and going and conversation after conversation and you just haven't drank any water through the day. So I'd yeah. say definitely stay hydrated. And then the other thing is you you know it sound, you'll, you'll get a conference bag, of course, but you're not gonna wanna carry that conference bag around all the time. So if there's a way that you can have your phone as well as like some sort of business cards or way to get in touch just in your pockets, that makes it life a lot easier.
0: That's a a really good one. I hadn't thought about that one. I'm always walking around these things with like my backpack full of recording gear and a laptop and an iPad and it's super heavy and it totally wears me out. Yes. And snacks, bring snacks because sometimes you're not going to be able to get to the food. You're going to be trapped in a Gaylord for five days. So um, I would say kind bars or something like that that you can use when you need them is really important. So do you find, I mean, for me, as as somebody who's very introverted, I find that um, if I don't force myself to go back to the room and skip out on like at least one session a day and either just listen to music or take a nap or read, like I have to be trapped in a room by myself with no one around me to like get normal again so I can go back out. Uh, I'm wondering if there's something like that that happens to extroverts. Like, do you have to, I don't know. I mean, is there something like that or is the exercise thing it?
1: So it's so funny. I think the exercise thing is it, but I think I I was sharing with Dave that um, I've been shifting and where I, I would classify myself as an extrovert my entire life. I had this really huge thing happen to me about two and a half years ago and it was having my daughter. So once that happened, I find now that when I go to these events or when I'm at gatherings that are really, you know, high energy and certainly high engagement, I now too have to take a break and I can only go but so far before I need to go back to my room and have some hot water and lemon and just kind of recharge before I can do it again. So Dave, I definitely appreciate your camp these days in a different way.
0: <laughs> cool. All right. So I, I was going to say, you, you said go out and exercise. I had one that was leave the building. I had the water thing as well and taking breaks. I also find that having an accountability partner or as Nick Cemento would call it an accountability buddy. Um, Having something like that to me at these conferences has been absolutely transformational. And and what it's, what it's meant for me is usually I'll find like three or four people and we'll have a daily scrum every morning. Um, and the idea is that I need to be able to show up with these people. It doesn't have to be in the morning, but I need to be able to show up and tell them this is what I'm going to do in the next 24 hours. And whether it's like I'm going to meet four people and hit this session and take a nap or go to the gym or whatever. Um, I need to commit to people that I know the next day are gonna be like, dude, what's up? Why didn't you do the thing you said you were gonna do? I need that to drive my behavior while I'm there. Um, so I think that's a really, really great way to get a lot out of it. Um, I, I would I would encourage anybody, anybody who's listening to find some people that you can meet up with every day just to check in. And also these are people that can kind of watch out for you. It's good to have like a wingman or somebody that can keep an eye on you while you're at these things, especially at night. Um, all right, so that's mine. Do you have another tip you want to share with these folks, Priya?
1: I do. If anybody's looking for work, Leading Agile is at an amazing space where we are growing beyond compare at this point. So we're looking to add about 25 more consultants before the end of the year. So that being said, I'll be there, my colleague Rachel Howard will be there. We'll have tons of folks on the ground that can talk to you about what working with Leading Agile is like and what some of the roles are like. So I would encourage you to stop by the booth or find one of us. We'll all have shirts on and just talk to us about what you're looking for.
0: All right. So they should, and so they bring a business. I know Rachel likes to get business cards instead of resumes because she can look the stuff up on LinkedIn, but definitely stop by the booth. And, and I have one more before we talk about the sessions that Leading Agile is going to have at the conference. Um, there's a lot of stuff that happens that's not on the schedule. So you have to keep an eye out for this stuff because people will create events while they're there. Sometimes they're games. People will do stuff like get up and go running or meditate or you know things like that. Um, plus there's all the nighttime stuff. So keep an eye out for the things that just kind of pop up on the fly. There's also usually, um, it's not the coaches clinic, but there's free coaching that you can get while you're at the conference. Um, but I would like to point out the two events that we have. So on Monday at 3.45, Mike Kottmeier is going to give a talk called Organizational Transformation. I would encourage you to come by and check that out. That's going to be in National Harbor 2 slash 3. And then on Tuesday morning, you're going to want to go and see Dennis Stephen give his talk, Assumptions and Ambiguity Be Damned, Develop a Strategy to Embrace Change. So that's going to be in Chesapeake, D, E, and F, nine o'clock on Tuesday morning. So come and see their sessions, you know, stick around afterwards and say hi to them. Come by the booth, say hi to us. We're also going to be live streaming podcasts all week long. So we'll be recording them in our booth with the speakers and other thought leaders that are there. They're all going to be going out on Facebook. So if you can't make it, you can check it out. And Priya, if these folks want to talk to you about possibly getting a gig, but they can't make it to the conference, What's the best way for them to reach
1: you? They should reach out either via LinkedIn or just email me directly at priya at leadingagile.com. And it's P-R-I-Y-A at leadingagile.com.
0: Is it actually just Priya? You don't have your last name in there too?
1: It is. It's just Priya.
0: You've got power. I don't have that. (laughs) That's pretty impressive. All right. So priya at leadingagile.com. So thank you very much for doing this, Priya.
1: Yeah, thanks, Dave.